0: Hey, everybody. This is Sam Bauer with, um, my gosh, I almost said my business instead of my podcast name, um, with the Wherever You Go podcast. And um, I am the moderator and host of this podcast. And today I just wanted to dig in a little bit deeper into what I talked about last week, which is the unbelief and the insecurities and the imposter syndrome that we feel sometimes in our lives. Um, that holds us back from becoming the person who God created us to be. And so Shannon and I, Shannon coach was my guest last week and we talked a lot about this and um, we had some really good conversation about it, but I just wanted to dig in a little bit deeper today is going to be a little bit shorter than normal it's just me and um, And I thought I'd just kind of maybe hit the nail in on some points that I wanted to make last week that I'm not sure I made, Um, and hopefully will help you to understand that um, imposter syndrome is a lie, and unbelief is a lie, and the insecurities that you feel towards yourself are lies that have been told to us over many years um, from people in our lives or ways that we felt um, that just aren't the truth. And if we believe the world and these items, we are going to have a really hard time getting to the point where we can become the person who we were created to be. And I think those words right there, you know, we were created to be somebody specific. God made us in a way that will allow us to do the things that he put us here on the earth to accomplish. And it doesn't matter what the world thinks. It doesn't matter what your friends think or your parents think or your family thinks. It doesn't matter because that's who you were made to be. And maybe it doesn't look like that to the world. Maybe what you have in your heart isn't something that the world can see, but they didn't make you. And they didn't plan your life out for you. And they didn't plan your purpose for you. So what the world thinks, it really doesn't matter. And it's hard to get past that, but it's important to get past it. So if we're going to become the people that we were made to be, we have to learn to be okay, ignoring the world with confidence that God made us unique and specific to fulfill a specific purpose that he's planted in our hearts. And maybe it was planted as a small child and you've always wanted to become a doctor or a pastor or own your own business. Or maybe you have a calling to be a stay-at-home parent and homeschool your kids. Or maybe you have a calling to go do mission work in a third world country. But maybe the people around you have been telling you that You're not smart enough, or you're not good enough, or you're not tall enough, or you're not strong enough, or whatever it is. It's too late in life. You're too old. Um, All of that, again, is baloney and it is not true. Um, And if you've got a calling in your heart, I want to encourage you to lean into it because if it is God's plan for you, there is nothing that's going to stop it from happening. And if it's not God's plan for you, There's nothing that's going to make it happen. And you'll know that because you've at least leaned into it to find out that this isn't probably the plan. Um, So one of the readings that I did this week in my Bible study was about shepherds and shepherds in the Bible. And so I did a little bit of research and I just think that this is a great example of what the world thinks of somebody where God sees their heart and knows the plan he created them for. And they've leaned into it and they've been able to do amazing things. So shepherds back in the day were not revered by any stretch of the imagination by society. They were actually looked down upon. They were not looked at as dependable. They were stinky, right? Cause they were out in the field all the time with their sheep. And back then they, people didn't own a bunch of different outfits and they didn't have like closets full of clothes. So like they had stinky clothes. Um, that they had to rewear and they weren't dependable because if a sheep, you know, they had to be out there getting their sheep together um so they weren't um revered they were actually like very much looked down on and even in the bible you'll see it ref- it refers to the lowly shepherd right the lowly shepherd this low on the totem pole society wise shepherd who wasn't respected in the community um looked down upon yet time after time, after time, God used shepherds to do amazing, huge things. So to me, I think it's easy for us sometimes to feel misunderstood or alone, or I don't know that we feel stinky. Maybe if we haven't showered in a little bit, but maybe you don't feel dependable because you've had to say no to some things, or um, you just feel like you know, I'm not one of the rich kids or I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not a rich adult. I'm not making all this money or I'm not the best at academics and I'm not the best, you know, I'm not the smartest person out there. So how could God ever use me in a big way? So just a few notable shepherds (laughs) Um, in Exodus 3.1 tells us that Moses was a shepherd that was called out of the field um, to do some pretty pretty important things, right? Like he, he bore the law of God, <laughs> he, he led he led peoples and he was a great leader. And um, Moses was a shepherd, but God saw his heart and Moses was willing to follow God's call and not listen to what society thought of him. David, um, 1 Samuel 17, 34, David was a shepherd. He was a shepherd that was small, He was smaller than all of his brothers. Um, When his dad was asked to choose who was going to be the next, you know, in line to be the king, he didn't even bring David in to the picture because David was small. He wasn't, he didn't show leadership skills and he was out in the field and, you know, so they just left him out in the field and didn't even consider him. For the job that God had called him already to do and had already planned for him, so the cool thing—I love David. I, I'm like a big underdog person, um, and David's heart was for God. David had a heart for God, and when God called him to do things, he leaned into it. You know, he wasn't uh, a military person. He was not a soldier. He, he shouldn't have even been a part of any battle if he went by what the world said and what people told him about himself. But instead he like went into battle, you know, there was a big giant out there threatening all of his people. And, and David, everybody else was afraid. And David was like, Hey man, I'll go fight that giant because God's with me. And I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And he went out there and he killed a giant with a rock. (laughs) I mean, come on now, right? If, if David had listened to the world, he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have put himself into the place where he spoke to the commander and said, Hey, I want to go do this. And even after being laughed at, he still said, I'm going to go fight this giant. I'm going to win because God is with me and I can do anything with God. And that's guys, that is the mentality that we have to have in our lives in order to pursue our purpose. And we have to have the faith that God is going to follow through on his promises and that we are already equipped. We are already programmed and we're going to go out there and we're going to slay giants in our lives. And there's a lot of different giants for all of us, right? It might be self-confidence. It might be um, the fear of trying something new. It might be fear of rejection, right? All these giants that are in our heads that only we can conquer, but it might just be a little pebble that we've got to throw at them. You know, it's the mustard seed of faith that is going to get you to that next level. But it's also the, the confidence to know that God made you for a purpose. And the world isn't, the, the opinion of other people honestly means nothing to God's plan. God, it the world can say whatever they want to. And if God has a plan for you to be the next king, the next president, the next, you know, leader of peoples, guess what? You're going to get to do that. So in Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, right? So even God himself calls himself a shepherd, a lowly shepherd. And then in John 10:11, Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. Hmm. Right. makes you think, right? Even the lowly, even the stinky, the misunderstood people who aren't considered dependable, um, people who are told, you know, that they're not worth much, they can still be used for great, amazing things. If they have a heart for God and if they're willing to lean in to their purpose. So I think that's important Um, I also think it's important and notable that the first people who were told about the arrival of Jesus when he was born in a stable middle of the desert were shepherds, right? A host of heavenly angels came down and they told the shepherds first that a savior had been born in a shepherd. And what did they do? They were like, what? We got to go check this out. So they went, they saw Jesus. They saw it was true. They saw the truth. And they went out and they are the first known um, evangel- ev- evangelists, however you say it, <laughs> um, known in the Bible to start telling other people about the birth of Jesus Christ. So I don't think that's a mistake either, you guys. Like, if you feel called to share um, about Jesus to, to people, lean into that. You know, if the shepherds, the undependable ones who are marked undependable by the world, were given the first opportunity to teach other people about Jesus Christ, like by the angels, kind of the most important thing that was happening at that time was, you know, to lead people to Christianity. And they put it on the the shepherds to start doing that. I mean, follow follow your heart, guys. Um, Again, whatever people say about you, whatever lies that you've been told, You've got, to, you've got to be able to have enough faith in yourself and in the God who made you that you have to be able to just know that, okay, that person might've thought I wasn't smart enough, or that person might not think I'm a good enough leader, or that person might think I'm too old, but God put this in my heart and I have faith in him and I have faith in myself and I'm going to still move forward with this because there is a purpose For me being on this earth. And I want to fulfill that purpose. So, a couple things and tips that I just wanted to share with you all, and whether you do this or not, some of it's a little like woo woo. I don't know if you wanna, how you wanna call it, but like one of the things that's helped me recently is to start writing those things down. So, who told me I wasn't smart enough? Who told me that I didn't have good enough leadership skills to start my business? Who told me that I was too small to do something or who told me that I would never be good enough or that there are so many other people out there that are better off than me or, um, you know, that I, you know, I, whatever the thing is, who told me those things, write it down, write, why did they say that? Why maybe did they say it to you and how did it make you feel smaller than you actually are? And then what impact has that had on you? So I think that when you start to really lean onto that and write it down, it's freeing because now it's out of you. It's out of your system. You don't have to think about it anymore. Put it down on paper, read it once. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna stink. But get it down on paper and then do what you want to do with that paper. Some people burn stuff. Some people crumple it up and throw it away. Some people just keep it in their journals so that they can go back and refer to it, to remind themselves, this is a person I am not. I am not not smart enough. I am smart enough. I am not too small. You know, I'm big enough. I'm strong enough. I, you know, was thinking like I sound like that funny thing, like I'm smart. I'm beautiful, whatever, gosh, darn it, people like me. (laughs) But in all honesty, we have to start reminding ourselves that whoever said those things to us, you know, I don't know why people say things the way that they do or why people try to put you down. Or sometimes I think they think they're trying to like save you from getting hurt because something didn't work out for them um, or they love you and, and whatever. But a lot of times I think people are afraid of everybody around them having success and they don't want, you know, well, if you find your way, what if I'm not part of that? And so I think we need to watch out for that. Um, and if those people are still in your life, you know, obviously don't just like shut them out, but also just note mentally, like, Hey, this person said something to me in my life that made me feel less than I am less than the person God made me to be. So if they say something again, I'm going to smile. I'm going to thank them for their feedback. And I'm going to move on with my life. I'm not asking you to get in fights and argue with them. Um, Because some of them are well meaning, but I would just in what I've done still today, you know, I get people all the time that love to give me advice about my business and how I should run it and what I should do and you know how I should do things. And I just smile, I tell them thank you, um, and I I move on with my life. And it's not to say that I don't consider every feedback that I get, because I, you know, depending on the source and where it's coming from and if it's coming from a place of genuine help and friendship and love, you know, and, and who it is. So, you know, consider who you get your feedback from. If you are getting criticized or told you can't do something by somebody who's never done anything, don't listen to them again, smile, nod, move on with your life. Um, but writing that stuff down, getting it out of your brain and realizing it where some of those like insecurities have come from is a huge tool to then overcome it because now you're ready for it. The next time you feel like you're not enough, you can use your, your brain to think back to, oh, this is stemming from that one time that that one person said this to me, maybe 10 years ago, maybe 20 years ago. For me, a lot of mine came from my adolescence. You know, I felt like I was told a lot during those times who I wasn't, you know, and, and I'm the kind of person that you tell me I can't, I'm going to say, you know, hold my coffee while i go prove you wrong because i don't like it when people tell me that and i was raised by a father who god bless him for helping me become the person that i am today told me that i could be anything i wanted and he encouraged me to become anybody i wanted and not let anybody tell me what i couldn't do he raised me like my brothers he he didn't treat me differently because i was a girl i got the same hard punishments. I got the same hard chores. I got, you know, I was catching bales of hay on the back of a wagon um, because my dad loved me enough to like treat me the same as he did my brothers. And so for me growing up, um, I didn't have those type of insecurities. If somebody told me I couldn't, it ticked me off. It still ticks me off. And I still want to prove them wrong. And I pretty much work my buns off until I do. And that's not always a good thing either. You know, one of my things is work, work, working hard. I feel like I've got to work for everything I achieve or that I receive. And so that for me is something I had to write down was why do I feel like I have to earn everything, um, including God's love? And um, including the the rewards and things, because here's the here's the other end of this, you guys, is that there are people out there who are feeding you garbage, right? You're you're not strong enough, you're not smart enough, you're you know starting a business in your 40s is crazy, you know leaving corporate America and, and doing and fulfilling your dreams is nuts, homeschooling your kids is crazy. You own a business, lady, you should be working your business. Um, guess what? I did both because I didn't listen. Um, but I had people chirping in my other ear, right? So, you got the devil on the one shoulder and the angels on the other one. You also have the people who are feeding you the crap on one shoulder, and you've got the people who are feeding you the truth on the other shoulder. People are going to come if you pray and if you trust God's plan and if you lean into it. People are going to come and they're going to be on this side and they're going to be saying, You can do it. You are equipped. You are already made to do this. You are, you know. Leaning into your purpose, and God's going to put the right people in your path, and He's going to put those people in your life who are going to tell you that you can. They're going to be mentors to you, they're going to be examples for you. And when you start leaning into the person that you're meant to be, those people are just going to show up. They're not going to want anything from you in return. They're just going to love you and they're going to want to support you, and they're going to do the things that real friends do by encouraging you and helping you. So It's just how it works. And I wish I had like a better, you know, hey, like we we could write this down and be analytical about it. But I really can't because there's not. But we've got to get out of our own ways. We've got to get those negative thoughts that people put into our heads out of our heads. So like I said, I, I would love it if you wrote these things down, crumpled them up and threw them away. Um, and then let me know how that goes. Because for me, that was a really powerful exercise that helped me really stop giving a crap what people think of me and almost like laugh when I walk away and people tell me how I shouldn't have my kids in the office so much or, I sh- you know, this is the things that people say that you're like, what? Like, I can do this. I've been doing it. And thank you very much for your opinion. But yeah. Um, get out of my way. It's healthy for my kids to see how hard I work. It's healthy for them to see what my business is comprised of, because guess what? In five years when we're crushing it and we have a big team here and they have this amazing life and we're able to go on vacations and we'll be able to do things, they're going to appreciate it because they saw me when I didn't have one policy and they helped me grow my business. So, I mean, just the things you guys like, don't listen, don't listen. If you have something in your heart, that you feel is your purpose. Go do it. You know, enroll in the classes, change the job, open your own business, become a pastor, go back to school, whatever it is, whatever it is that you have had in your heart that you've been too afraid to lean into because the world has told you that you're not good enough. Think about Moses. Think about David, David's dad didn't even believe in him. I mean, (laughs) come on, Um, think about the shepherds who were out tending their sheep when a host of angels showed up and said, hey, Jesus was born, go check it out and then tell everybody you know about it. Love your friends, do the right thing, be nice, be kind, be vulnerable. Be okay with maybe somebody taking advantage of you because you're too kind, you know, you're too giving. I've been told my whole life, I'm too nice. Too nice, too nice to become a, um, you know, successful business owner because I'm not rough enough. I'm not, you know, a shark. Guess what? I'm doing pretty darn good at it. Don't listen, you guys. God made us to pave our own road to, Um, fulfill the purpose that he all, I mean, I shouldn't even say pave our own road because God already paved it. We just have to start walking down that road. And I'm telling you, he's going to put the resources, he's going to put the tools and he's going to put the people in our path to help us get there. And you are already qualified. You're already equipped. You've already got all the tools in the toolbox. You just have to start walking down that road. That's all I have for you guys today. I just wanted to share that it was on my heart. I love the, the um, example of the shepherds and the comparison because I, I felt that way. I felt like I'm out at a pasture <laughs> rounding up sheep, <laughs> maybe misunderstood, um, but God sees your heart. God sees my heart and he already has a plan for it. So I'm gonna end today with Joshua 1.9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go.